Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we're going to be discussing on this podcast the first 10 amendments, which includes um, the first and second amendment. And then it goes all the way to, to 10. There's more amendments, but I'm just going to cover those 10 right now. But I would suggest everybody know the Constitution of the United States. Know your Declaration of Independence. Know your Constitution. Um, know who the signers were. Uh, and let me see. Uh, then the first 10 amendments is known as the Bill of Rights. 1 through 10 is the Bill of Rights. And a Constitution Amendments is from 11 to 27. And also, um, to know the Washington Federal Address, we kind of touched on that in one of the other podcasts, but it's kind of long, but it's really worth knowing. And uh, so I got, uh, you can get these, they're actually like pocket, pocket booklets that gives you the whole constitution and everything. Um, and it's really good. And, and this is from... This is actually the book that I have is from Wall Builders, and uh, so that's with David Barton, and uh, they do a lot of constitutional things in the uh, Christian America. He does a bunch of history and everything. It's fantastic. Um, he's got a, a website, Wall Builders, which I usually you know give out because you can learn a lot. And uh, he has a, a radio show that you can listen to on podcast, you know, after it's done or whatever. And if you can catch it on live, that's great too. Um, and his address is Wall Builders P.O. Box 397, Aledo, A L E D O, Texas 676008. The phone number there is 817 or you can go to the website www.wallbuilders.com and you could order uh, this thing. It's the document is freedom. And it has the Declaration of Independence, Constitution of the United States, and George Washington's Federal Address. Fantastic little book. I'm telling you, it's really great. And that's what we're going to be reading out of today. It's just that good. Okay. So let me go ahead and start with the Bill of Rights. That's the first 10 minutes of the Constitution. And this is adopted June 15, 1790. Uh, the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So you see what it says here? It says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof then that's free freedom of speech, press, and peaceful to assembly. So those governors that are doing all that are locking down and everything like that, that's against the Constitution, and we need to fight back. You know, I know they'll say, well, it's a special cause. No, they cannot trample on your rights because they feel like it. It doesn't work that way. Amendment 2, Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the second Security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And as well, that means that all these states and cities that pass 
ordinances that you can't have a gun or you can't have a concealed weapon and all this kind of stuff, it's against the Constitution of the United States. What's happened is that they've dumbed down America through the public school system. They don't teach anything. In fact, by the time you get out of public school now, you hate America. You go to college, you really hate America. Then they teach you to love communism. You don't even know what communism really is. They make it sound so great, and it's not. Because my family, um, I'm half Cuban myself, and and on my mother's side and my grandparents uh, came from Cuba, you know. And they got it uh, just right before it turned to communism. They were able to get out. But, um, yeah, it's real. No, nobody wants communism. You have no rights. You have no nothing, you know. They just do whatever they want to to you. And you just, the top people get everything. Yeah, they say it's for the people. And the people get nothing. So, yeah, it's just a big lie, you know. And, yeah, remember what the Bible says, that all liars will have their part in the lake of fire, you know, which is hell. So, yeah, you know. The people not only do they not know their constitutional rights here in America, they don't know the Bible either. And to have a free republic that we have, the only way that, that it works is with having a biblical Christian nation that who has morality. That means they fear God. So therefore, they know that God's watching them all the time, so they want to do what's right. And when nobody is fearing God because they don't know God, then you have what we have today, a mess. And this is what we're in today. Today is um, Sunday, December 27th of 2020. We're still going through crazy times. And we're trying to fight back those that want communism in America. If Because remember, if America falls, the, the rest of the nations will fall for, uh, without for freedom because we're the only ones that... That's keeping freedom alive here, and so we need to fight. Therefore, um, information is power. What you don't know will literally kill you. Somebody else will try to kill you because you don't know your own rights. Okay, so we have the right to bear arms. You know, we have the right. These are God-given rights. You know, we have the right to speak, um, given by God. Um, you know, we have the right, right to worship God. We have the right to defend ourselves. That's And that's why we need to bear arms. Because the first thing a nation does when they want to go to communism, they take everybody's guns, and then you can't fight back, and then just take you over. It happens every time. But they always say, oh, no, it's gun safety. and it, uh, It's guns that kills people. No, it doesn't. People kill people, not guns. That's how it works. Yeah. It's just another satanic lie. That they love to bring out and say, uh, see, that's why we need gun control and all that. No, they want gun control. The ones saying it are the ones who want total control. It has nothing to do with gun control or safety. They could care less about people. And I think you're seeing that right now. Because if you're listening to podcasts and uh, independent, uh, independent uh, news places that are conservative on YouTube and, and online, uh, podcast, whatever, you know, you're starting to get the, the the gif of everything that's going on. But those that just continue listening to the the main media that has been lying forever, you know, especially now, they just have, they threw everything out the window and they've signed on to, to communism and everything else. And so they just don't know. They just continue down that road of, de of death and destruction. You know, the Bible says 
There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. And that's a fact. Third Amendment. No soldier shall in time of peace be, re be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. You know, that's what the British did back then. And they were trying to seize guns and seize control. And they also would make their... Uh, would you, uh, like the soldiers just take over houses and stuff and they uh, they didn't uh, pay for it or anything else they would just take it over and either you could stay there or they made you get out one you know depending on what they were wanting to do there and you just had no rights and that's why the the revolution the revolutionary war began because they wanted their freedoms because because the British were going crazy, you know, the British soldiers and so forth. Back then they called the British crown where the king, you know, didn't like, you know, what what he thought was wrong in his eyes, you know, because everybody here was free in this land and he did, he wanted to complete control. And they said, we're not having this. And so that's why they had a fight, you know. And God was with them because they were just a ragtag army and stuff, but they loved God and they were doing it for God. It was really... It wasn't even the majority. It was just maybe like probably 23% of the people fighting. The rest of them didn't. And But God had his hand on this nation. Okay, Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable search and seizures shall not be violated. No warrant shall, shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized the fifth amendment no person shall be held to answer for a capital or other wise infamous crime unless on the presentment of indictment of a grand jury except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in time of war or public danger nor shall any person be subject for the same offense be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb sixth amendment oh life or limb i'm sorry let me keep going nor shall this is still the fifth fifth amendment i'm sorry nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself nor be deprived of life liberty or property without due process of law nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation okay now we're going to the sixth amendment let me see in all criminal prosecutions the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusations to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witness witnesses in the favor in his favor, or to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. Seventh Amendment. In suits or common law where the value in controversy shall exceed $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved, and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law. 
The Eighth Eighth Amendment. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishment inflicted. Ninth Amendment. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And the Tenth Amendment. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution and prohibited by it to the state are reserved to the states respectfully or to the people. And that is the ten bill of uh, the first ten amendments to the Constitution to the Bill of Rights. So I would really strongly advise you to get this. You need to know what the Constitution is. You know, you need to know how the our government works and the different than the separation of powers that we have here, which is um, you have the judicial, which is the the courts, the Supreme Court. Um, you have the executive, which is the president. Then you have legislatures, which is the Congress and the Senate. So. And that's the difference, you see, and they created this. They're very intelligent because they knew the word of God and their wisdom came from God, you know. And they took the good from, like, some of the Greece government and Roman government, some of the, the other things, but mainly from the, the Bible and how God wanted government to be. And they took all the good and stuff and put it in there. And then, you know, because man, on the evil of man, because people have... Uh, we all have wicked hearts, and so they knew that, and so they just create. They thought of all the different scenarios that could happen, and how to put restraints on the government from affecting the people, not the other way around. Now we have the government trying to restrain us, and that's not what is. Because remember, any government that's big enough to give you stuff is big enough to take it away. So you don't want that kind of government. You want a government that's very small. And they don't have enough power to to mess with you, you know. But through the years, it's got more and more power, and every and different presidents or whatever getting there, and they made it bigger and bigger, and Congress made it bigger and bigger, and they got yes, that's why you have so much redundancy, and because um, the government itself, as far as like the bureaucracy, there's so much bureaucracy, so because of so much redundancy, that means you have to have three and four copies or fifty copies and all this stuff. As it has to go through all these different departments and everything like that, instead of keeping it small, because if you, because the reason why it's so big, because they, they use other people's money, they they have the power to print money. We don't. And any company that is starts to get that big of bureaucracy, they tend to fail because because all that money is being wasted. You know, so that's why if you keep your administration small, you can get things done because it's not a bunch of different departments to go in. You know. But in the government is different because they take our money and you know through taxes and stuff and then um, and then they can print money. So that's not that's not good. You know, before it was like they barely we barely had a military. You know, just enough to protect us, and that was about it. And, and the way it worked, how we should go back to we must go back to it. Does that for you to serve in the government, like to be a? Uh, to be a uh, congressperson because congress at that time would pick the senators but it's, it's kind of changed 
But anyways, at that time, if you wanted to serve the government being, um, you know, do your duty or whatever, uh, you didn't get paid. You you had to be a business person that had a business and some type of land or whatever. And then you had to be able to support yourself and you came to serve voluntarily. You didn't, that way when you went there, like when you went to Washington, you didn't want to stay long because you had to get back to your businesses and stuff. That was the whole point of it. And then when they started taking that out and then they started paying you stuff and that's where you have these professional politicians. They even have, you can go to school and learn politics and stuff and that's just, that's not how it should be. And we all should know that the government, but not to make a living off of it. That's that's not what it's there for. And even the first presidents didn't make money. You know, they were there voluntarily to serve the nation. And they all were landowners or and businesses and all that kind of stuff. You know, and that's what that's what we must go back to. You know, maybe a few expenses. That's about it. But but the rest of the time is you know you should be able to support yourself. That way you're not just going there to make a living and fall into all. All kind of greedy traps and that's why when they get there they also many people and, and companies or whatever of the also many they also many people to get those uh to get those positions then they had to pay it back and then they, they started getting into you know cheating and lying and all this stuff and that's why it doesn't work you know so we need to go back to the bible and go back to morality man because morality comes from the bible if you don't believe in god there's no morality i don't care what they say you have some that claim to be atheists, you know, or agnostics or whatever, and they say, well, you know, I'm not serving God, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in the Bible. But then they say, but I'm moral. Well, you can't be moral because moral comes from from God in the Bible. So therefore, if you don't, if you reject God, you reject that. So there's no way you can do that because it makes no sense, you know. So anyway, so, so we just kind of touched on everything. That's what I do in this podcast. We just kind of go over a little bit. It gets a uh, 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 Get your feet wet and get some excitement so you can go study on your own. That's the whole point of this is to get you sparked to go and read on your own and learn things on your own. So, again, it's Documents of Freedom. It's a pocket constitution, but it has the Declaration of Independence of the Constitution of the United States and George Washington's Farewell Address, which is really cool. And uh, you can get this from Wall Builders, www.wallbuilders.com. And they're in Alito, Texas. And if you want to write them, the mailing address is uh, Wall Builders P.O. Box 397, Alito, Texas 76008. And Alito is A L E D O. Phone number 817 441 6044 or Now, let's get into some other stuff. Let's take the good person test. Have you ever lied? That means white lie. Just, you know, maybe you don't want to hurt someone's feelings and you lie. Or you told a lie when you're a child, whatever. Just remember, everything's in the past. As soon as you talk, is in the past. So it only takes one time because um, Scripture says in James chapter 2, verse 10, New Testament, it says, this is King James Version, For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. So what it's saying, if you... If you, sin, if you break one of God's commandments, God's moral law, um, then you're guilty. We've all done that. No one can keep it. That's why Jesus had to come. Jesus came. The three, three and a half years he came, gave the gospel. Um, that is, I mean, you know, his, his ministry was around that time, like three years. That was his ministry. And um, he uh, gave the gospel, which means good news. And he was basically to make it to simplify, he was telling people how to get to heaven, right? 
And um, so what he did, and so, so he says, you come through me to go to heaven, you know, and he explained it all like that. And then he allowed himself to be, to be handed over to the local religious folks who hated him because they had their own schemes going on and stuff. And so they beat him. And they said he was guilty of, they just made it up, and then they gave him to the Romans. And uh, then they whipped him with a cat of nine tails, which the end of the whips has uh, metal and bone. And when they whip you, when the lash goes, and then, and then they pull it back, it rips skin from you. And you have your bones are showing in skin and blood everywhere. It makes you weak and everything. That's part of the torture. Then they make you uh, carry a beam that was in the shape of a cross up a hill that was real, like a telephone pole, up a hill. You know, and sometimes you had to get people to help because you were too weak to carry it. And that's what happened with Jesus. He had lost a lot of blood. And uh, so they got a guy named Simeon who was in the crowd and he carried it and uh, helped him carry it up the hill. It was called Golgotha or the, the Hill of Skulls. It's still there today, actually. Um, and uh, so they went up there. Then they put him up. They let him down on the beam and put nails in his hands and his feet. And they put it where you had to hold yourself up to breathe. That was part of the torture. And as you got weaker, you couldn't hold yourself up and you would suffocate and die. And so he was up there. And before he died, he said, it is finished, which meant he paid the price. He paid the one-time sacrifice for all of us. And that's why we can come by faith and believing. And so, but so now, but you have to realize that, that you sinned. So have you ever lied? But he calls someone who lies a liar have you took anything don't mind if you're a child how long ago it was paperclip don't matter how much it was worth if you took anything at any time or borrowed it and didn't bring it back that's stealing because god's remember god's um god's ways are higher than our ways you know we go we'll make excuse for ourselves but god cannot because what god says has to be and so his standards are a lot higher than our standards so if you took anything what do you call someone that steals? A thief. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? No matter if it's pornography, whatever it is. Um, according to Jesus, anybody that looks at another person with lust has committed adultery in their heart already. That's three commandments, and there's ten main ones, and there's three. Um, have you ever hated anyone? Hated anyone? Uh, according to the New Testament, it's the same thing as murder in your heart. Committed murder in your heart. You see, we can go on and on with this stuff. You know, we've all broken God's command. We can't keep it, right? So if we were to die, if you were to die without repenting, coming to Christ and ask forgiveness, you would end up in hell. Where you're separated from God. You're in the dark. You're on fire. You're burning forever. You feel all the pain because you'll get a special spiritual body for hell. Just like you get a spiritual, spiritual body for heaven, but that's for hell to be tortured forever and ever in eternity where there's no time. And then be tormented by de demonic beings there and everything else because of your rejection of God. You God says, if you reject me before man, I'll reject you before the Father. And you can find that in Matthew chapter 10. And so that's why we must come to Christ. And that's why you have biblical Christians who read the Bible daily and do what it says and believe in God. have done that, repented before God. And put their trust in God. And now they care about souls. They don't want, because we were all, all once going to hell. And we heard the gospel and, and, and we're saved. So we want the same for everybody else. You see, because God gives you love and caring for other people and other people's souls. And that's why we do this, you know. Uh, this is the extra work that we can spend on our families or whatever. And this is extra time to try to reach people, to try to reach who's ever listening today. And because I care about you, I don't know you, but I care about you. I, 
I don't want no one to die and go to hell. So that's why we come up with all these different things to reach people, you know? Um, so, so what do you need to do to go to heaven? Repent of your sins. That means ask God for forgiveness with a sorrowful heart, knowing, okay, you already know you broke God's commandments. We're all guilty. And so you come to God, ask for forgiveness, and then you transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone as you would a parachute. If you're in a plane that was going to crash and you got a parachute on, you hold for dear life, you got some other people who don't believe they're they're going to crash. They believe everything's great. I don't know what's wrong with them. Maybe they're drinking or something. I don't know. But they're making fun of you. You don't care because it's going to save you because you got to make that jump. And it's going to save you from that jump. Jesus, when you put your trust into Jesus and, and you turn from sin, that means you don't I'll keep sinning willfully. Um, so you, you transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone. As you would. And you put Christ on as you would a parachute. Because he's going to save you from the judgment to come. The parachute saves you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. Because he loves you and he cares about you. And so we need to, to make that choice and quickly. Because we don't know. Who's ever listening, I don't know how long you have, and I don't know how long I have, but you never know what a day is going to bring. Today may be your last day, you don't know. And so I would, would emphatically uh, encourage you to come to Christ. Now that you've heard the gospel, which is the good news is how to go to heaven, you know, how to come to Christ. And then once you do come to Christ and you transfer your trust to Christ alone, then you you read the Bible daily and do what it says, and you go to a good Bible-believing, teaching church. Because Hebrews 10.25 the New Testament says, forsake, it's King James Version, says, forsake not the assemblings of yourselves together, as some do, which means don't forsake gathering together, you know, because of strength in numbers, and you learn from each other. That's why church is important. We learn together, you know, and it encourages you when you're, you're in the body of Christ, as it's called. So, I encourage you to do this. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, those that are listening today, Lord, I ask you to minister to their hearts and help them to understand in their heart and their mind, Lord Father God, this important decision that they must do in Jesus' name. And if you're a Christian listening to this, double-check yourself and make sure you, you're where you need to be in Christ. Remember that Jesus loves you, and so do I, and God bless until next time.